Beitza Per Gimel Mishnaches three eight. This mission will talk about getting food or drink liquid um, from a friend or even from a merchant. We've already established that you cannot do an act of commerce that would involve speaking out the price of something, and nor can you actually measure it. But um, if you manage to take the food without speaking about price, nor measuring it out, it's going to be permitted. And therefore, Mishnah is going to say. Omar Adam Lachavero, a person may say to his friend, let's say his friend is even a merchant, Malali Klize, can you please fill up this container so I can have some milk or wine or oil? Avalobamida, he cannot specify I want a liter of milk or a you know eight ounces of wine. That won't do, because of course that's the measuring out, that's the problem. Um, but the Khidashir, the Tanakam holds, even if this is a cup where everyone knows, you know, the cup if you fill it up, it's going to be eight ounces. That's okay. As long as the cup had not been used in the past for measuring, again, in the time of the Mishnah, it was kind of like the good old days where people didn't dispose of things, so they'd reuse the containers. So if this was, uh, you know, the container that we brought to and from the the merchant, so then the Tanakama holds, as long as it hadn't been used to measure in the past, it's a new cup that hadn't yet been used, the fact that everyone knows it's an eight-ounce cup it's not a problem. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Imhaya Kli Shalmida. Rabbi Yudah says, no. If this is a container where everyone knows exactly the volume of it and how much it can contain, even though it had never been used before, lo yimalenu, you may not use it. And the reason why is because that essentially is measuring out. If you, if the milk comes in containers that are exactly one liter each, you take one full container, of course you're taking a liter. That's unacceptable even if it had never been used to measure before. On that point, the halach is like the Tanakama, that you could. Now we have a Maisa here, a story. Now this Maisa is a little confusing because the two people mentioned have the same name. So let's not get confused. There are two people. One is named Abba Shaul ben Bitnis. And Abba Shaul ben Bitnis was a merchant and also Tamachacham. And there's also, I'll call him the rabbi, whose name is Abba Shaul, not ben Bitnis. And he was the, let's call him the Gadol Ador. Okay? So, Maisa once happened, Ba'abba Shaul ben Bitnis. His custom was, He would pre-fill his containers on Erev Yom Tov so that he wouldn't need to do the measuring out into the containers, even as was specified in the first part of our Mishnah, on Yom Tov. Meaning, people would come and bring like a new milk carton and have them, him, Abba Shaul, the merchant, who's also Tamar Chacham, fill it up. But he didn't want to do that on Yom Tov because it's, it's, we'll see in a second um, why. The the issue is that he was concerned um, that it, he wanted to be machmer himself. He felt this was too similar to measuring because the cup was a specific amount already. And therefore he did the pre-filling before Yom Tov. So there's no concern about filling a cup of a known size. So he was machmer like that. Abishaul, this is the Gadolador, the Rabbi Abishaul, Omer. He said, Af Bamoed, this Abishaul bin Bitnis, the Tamachacha merchant, didn't just um, pre-fill for Yom Tov, but even on Moed, he also Osachain, he also pre-filled the containers before the, the clients came, the customers came to take their wine from the containers. Mipnei Berure Hamidos. 
in order to make sure that the customer got exactly what he deserved. So here's, here's the issue. When you pour fresh wine from the barrel, there's like a froth, like bubbles on top. Think of it not unlike pouring, it's different, but think of it not unlike pouring beer from a bottle. So if you want to give someone exactly, let's say, let's think a liter of beer for argument's sake, because we're familiar. So if you pour it, what's going to happen is there'll be like a head of foam on top. If you want to give really a liter, you have to wait for the foam to die down and then fill it up a little more, a little more, until you get a full liter of, of beer. And something similar happened with their fresh wine. There's froth on top um, from the bubbles. And Abba and Bitness, who was a Talmud Chacham, was during Cholomoed, was needing the base of Midrash. Everyone wanted to hear Shirim from him. So he didn't have the time, says Abba Shol, the rabbi, to you know do this long process of filling up slowly, slowly, make sure the bubbles go away. So he would pre-fill the containers with wine so that when people came to buy, he wouldn't need to waste time because he didn't have enough time to linger around in the shop during Cholomoed when he would and was needed to teach in the base of Midrash. So the point here is, it's a, this is the same Abba Shaul and Bitness, and it's the same point about him pre-filling containers, but actually it's two totally different points regarding um, what he was achieving by pre-filling. The first part of the story was he was pre-filling so that um, he wouldn't need to even look like he's measuring on Yom Tov. The second part was he's pre-filling so he wouldn't have to waste time so he could be fully in the base of Midrash all the time on Cholomoyed. V'chacham Roman, V'chacham add a third thing, Af b'chol. They said even not on Yom Tov, not a Cholma, just on any old regular Tuesday, Osachain. He would also pre-fill the containers. Hamidos. This is a different issue. This is the issue of if Abishol was selling oil. So if you sell oil and, you know, let's say you have a big barrel full of oil and the customer comes in and says, I want one liter of oil. So you say, no problem. You take a liter measuring cup, you dip it into the olive oil from the barrel and you pour it into this guy's container to take home with him. The problem is, of course, that Oil doesn't pour that fast, and a lot of it's very, you know, it's it's adhesive to the side of the, of the, let's call it the ladle that he's dipping in, um, to the the barrel, and therefore, even though let's say the ladle contained a full liter, but the recipients who's getting from ladle into his container won't get a full liter because some of the oil is stuck on the side. So what you have to do is you have to sort of let it drip slowly, slowly, till every last bit of oil comes off the sides of the ladle, the intermediate kli, and into the the container that the the customer is going to take home with him. So the Chum said, again, a third thing that Abishalom and Bittnes did to be extra, you know, punctilious, careful regarding halacha is he would pre-fill the containers with oil so that every last drop of the liter um, would be able to drain out the, called the ladle into the container so that they would get every last penny of what they paid for when they paid for a liter of oil. Okay, that's the that's the story of Abishalom and Bittnes. And now we're moving on to a final point here. A person on Yom Tov may go to a merchant with whom he is familiar. They're familiar with one another, and therefore the merchant um, who has stuff to sell will trust the person who's taking what he's taking from the shop, from the merchant, and without having to write anything down. So in other words, the merchant has a shop, the, the customer says, oh gosh, I have so many guests, I need to get an extra bottle of soda. So he'll go to the merchant's shop. He'll say, can I get in and take a bottle of soda? And since the merchant knows him, he won't write down, so-and-so took soda. He knows it in the back of his head. So-and-so will come in tomorrow after Yom Tov and settle up the score. No need to talk about price. No need to measure things. No need to, to, to write anything down. So he's allowed to, in such a scenario, if you can go to someone who you know very well, and say to that merchant, tenly baits him. Now we're going to have a new Kiddush. You can go specifically and ask for beitzim, vegozim, eggs or nuts, beminyan. I say, I want, can you please give me half a dozen eggs? Can you please give me 20 
walnuts. And even though that's that's counting, and that sounds like it's you know very close to measuring, it's still permitted to do so. Why? The issue of measuring is one of undechol, doing weekday activities, um, and like commercial activities, but a person in his own home, even on Shabbos and Yom Tov, if he's making food, getting food ready, he would to himself count the number of eggs, perhaps, the number of nuts he's taking, so it shouldn't take too much. And since a person counts these kinds of things, even in a non-commercial context, it's not considered to be a commercial uvendechol to ask the merchant to give you a specific definite number of eggs or nuts, for example, um, that's permitted on Yom Tov. And since you're familiar with one another, there's no reason to think that the merchant would write write down notes of exactly how many eggs or walnuts were taken.